In today's video, we're going to teach you how to free yourself from your old story. So come on down, hang out, and let's enjoy episode number 84. We're so happy to have you here today. So happy to have you here today. How can we free ourselves from our old story? Well, that's something that I wrote uh, this morning I went on a walk. No, I meditated. I didn't go for, did I go for a walk? No, I went to walk the dogs. That doesn't really count as a walk. And then I went downstairs and I meditated for like 40 minutes today. And it was really good. Really, really good. And this is what I wrote for myself as a thought. This is the time to end this chapter. You're, you're writing the story right now. You lost your life. In a decline, you hit bottom, you left everything behind, and now you're working your way back because you just want to help others through their hard times by the way you did it or what you have learned. You will have an abundance in all aspects of life. I love you, Pete, and have joy. This is what I wrote because this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about freeing ourselves from our old story. Why? Because we all have an old story. Right, that we all stick to. Whether it was 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 5 years ago, last year. We stick to something that maybe doesn't match where we want to go. And in the last video, if you don't know what that is, check up there and I'll put it up. If I put it out by then. It's literally getting rid of the people, persons, feeling that you don't want to be anymore. Or that will help you in your healing process. Obviously, we're here for the same reasons, right? You're either here because you like me or you're here because maybe what I say does make you think a little bit or you're just interested in where I'm going to go with it, right? So today, I'm going to... Obviously, this is not... I didn't make this up, guys, right? I'm not a person that's like, hey, I'm a therapist and I make sure you do this because this is how it works. That sounds like Kermit the Frog. If this was like exercise and training, yeah, I'm pretty confident in that. But in this podcast, it's not about me telling you what to do. This is just what I'm doing. And then I'm just sharing it with you guys. Whether it's you, whether it's you, this is what I'm doing. Okay, so here's how we do it. Boom. Oh, number one, recognize. I'm just going to read you what they told me. Recognize. and I should learn how to read first. Recognize and acknowledge your old story. Identify the negative thoughts, beliefs, and patterns that make up the old story. This can include things like self-doubt, fear, limiting beliefs about yourself and or the world. Wow. So now it's just being honest with yourself. So we got to be honest, right? We got to be honest with everything that you limit yourself on, your self-doubts, the negative things that you think about yourself, and bring it up to surface. You know, there's a lot of things that we don't want to talk about and we'd rather push all of those thoughts and feelings down and nothing ever changes and we expect it to change right when the, when your whole persona can change you ever know those people that are like hey you know i do this and i'm this and i'm i got this and i'm good it's like instagram all over but then on the surface they fucking hate themselves oh wait that's pete yeah Good job. The beginning days of Crank, I would make videos every day. 
before you motherfuckers started doing videos on Instagram and TikTok, I was making a thousand videos a day with zero production to market. And I would say, I'm good and let's do this. Let's get it right. Do work, son. That was our motto. Do work, son. And yeah, I believed in that. I believed in doing work. I believed in making sure you do the hard stuff. That you cannot take away from me. Right? What I did not believe was you got to go on a diet. And you got to learn to love yourself. And you got to learn to be happy. And you got to wake up in the morning and say your affirmations. I love everyone. I love fish. I love everything. Such a great dish. That's stupid. Didn't believe it, right? I never, I never brought those things to surface. Instead, I just covered it up with all that happiness shit. Instead, it's like, no, Pete's fucked up. Like, you're messed up. You, you're not happy. You, you can't even make, you can't pay rent. You can't pay rent. Let's go do it, guys. Let's crush it. Here's a great workout for you. So you fill my ego with saying, what a great workout that was. But I can't even pay three months ago the fucking rent. I had to borrow the money from people. I'll pay you back, I swear. And that's when I fucking did all these camps and shit to make more money. So I could pay people back. But we all have that negative thought, that negative image that we all have. Right? It's like fucking it's like hanging out behind you like this. Like, hey. I don't want to call him negative because he gets upset. Hey. Hey. You're a piece of shit. Hey, let me try ventriloquism. Hey, you're a piece of shit. I don't understand why you think you are in shit. Because you're not, you fat fuck. Calm down, asshole. Too much. You know what I'm trying to say? We all have that guy. We all have that zombie. Creeper. Actually, it's called the creeper. In our lives. And it's ours. We creep ourselves. And we got to be honest with ourselves for that situation to make sure that we're doing the things that we need to do to be as honest as we can with the things that we do not like to bring up to surface. Makes sense. Number two, challenge and change your negative thoughts and beliefs. Once you have identified the negative aspect of your old story, work on challenging and changing them. This can include things like questioning the evidence of your negative thoughts, look for alternate expectations explanations or events of your life reframing negative thoughts in a more positive light so now that you have the negative thoughts where did they come from right where are these stemming from what else did they say and now challenge them and then change them uh for example you wake up let's let's do personal example okay let me make sure i have time personal example i wake up i touch my love handles Right, I touch my skin, and then if it, I have to, I'll take a shower, and then look at myself in the mirror, feel and look at the love handles, and then I'll turn and look at my ass to make sure it's not disappearing. Do you guys do that? Well, I'm telling you what I do, but me touching it makes me understand if I'm in shape. If that makes sense. Because if I felt bloated or had more feeling or squishiness, I would hate myself more. So that's how like, I kind of gauge. 
So the one thing I can do to change that, one thing I will do to change that is instead of touching and feeling, and if I do, because it is a pattern, right? So it's, it's going to take some work. Instead of saying, thank you, thank you, thank you for my muscles. Thank you, thank you, thank you for my energy that I'll have today. It's those things that we can do to change it. Is it going to be hard and uncomfortable? Yeah. I can't do it in front of the camera telling you. Which means it's going to be 10 times harder than what out there naked. Which I don't hang, I'm not If you ever see me go swimming, you tell me. You ever see me go swimming? Maybe once in a while. I love swimming too. Right, but not around people that I know. Because I get self-conscious. And I want to put a big t-shirt on. Like I'm in fucking 7th grade again. It's those little things that we have to change in order to find some success. And I believe that. And I'm going to do it. And I hope you do too. I'm not ending the video, but we'll take a break really fast for this public announcement. In today's video, we're going to talk about how you can free yourself from your old stories. Let's grab a pizza, a fireball, and let's get out of here. I'm not talking about whiskey. I'm talking about fireballs. Welcome back. Yes, I changed my hat and maybe my mustache grew a little bit because it's the day after. Actually, two days because I had to stop filming because of Sage's voice in the background the entire time. So let's move to number three. Three. Number three, practice mindfulness and self-compassion. Mindfulness can help you become more aware of your thoughts and feelings in the present moment, which can make it easier to challenge and change negative thoughts. Self-compassion can help you be kinder and more understanding with yourself, which can make it easier to let go of negative thoughts and beliefs. Practice. We talked about that for number two, right? I practice uh, talking to myself in the morning and making sure that I talk to myself a little bit more positively and or look at myself more positively. We can expand this one with this number bullet right here, right, is practice mindfulness. Now, people think that mindfulness is sitting at the end of the bed or the head of the bed with their legs crossed and have uh, sage plants uh, sprinkling on top of them while lighting incense or whatever you want to call those sticks. I, can, I don't know if it's incest or incense. I do know what it is. I just can never say it correctly. The shit you find in Native Art in Willowbrook Mall. That's pretty much it. People think that's what mindfulness is. Mindfulness is just being mindful of a situation, being mindful of a, a thing, being mindful of an appearance. So one of my favorite examples of mindfulness or uh, one of my favorite exercises to do is called One Mindfully. Right, One Mindfully all I do is I take a thing, uh, a fruit, an object, a sound, and I just become with that sound or object for five minutes straight. So I always like to use an orange because oranges are zestful, right? And pretty much when I learned about this one, that was the example that was inside our book, right? In our DBT, our Dialectic Behavior Therapy book, <laughs> looking at an orange um, was one of the examples. So I just kind of, it kind of stuck with me. Because when I eat the orange, instead of just eating the orange, I look at the orange. Does it have that little pit on the top or like that little root on the end that I like to pick off and throw at someone? When I peel the orange, is it a good peel or is it the one that kind of like have to peel a thousand times? What kind of smell is this orange bringing me? Right now, as I peel it, finally take it off 
and I break it open, is it a dry orange or is it a juicy orange or is it really orange or does it have all that white pulp stuck all over the place? And then when I crack it open, is it spitting at me or it just sounds like air? Like that means that's not going to be a good orange, right? And I'm just there looking at the orange describing what it's doing, describing how it smells, describing how it feels, describing what it's going to do for me, right? And that's being mindful. That's really, that's a a mindfulness exercise is just being in that moment with that thing. And we can practice that with everything, right? Say you wake up and for some reason, right, you look in the mirror and you fucking love yourself, before you change the pattern or thought of, oh, fuck, why do I think that way? Look at me. I'm disgusting. Because that, that's the, the pattern you want to get into. Right? Self-included, that's the pattern I want to get into. But sometimes you feel good. right? Sometimes you look in the mirror and you're like, god damn it, fucking that workout made me, those thousand sit-ups made me feel skinny. You know what I mean? Like, you know when your abs are so sore? They're just like, oh, man. Even though you had chocolate chips, like a bag of them the night before, you're like... I'm fucking skinny. I got a six pack because I can feel them. That's how it feels. That feels good. So why not ride that out? So instead of saying the negative thing, like, oh, you're a fat fog, like, oh, you ate chocolate chips the whole night. Enjoy the fact that you did 1,000 sit-ups and now your abs feel like they're demolished and you feel rock hard, you know, and, and really be with that moment for a little while before we move into the, you know, the self-deprecating people that we, we all are. And that's why we are here talking and they're listening and they're watching this because I'm the most self-deprecating person in the world and being compassionate self-compassion what's that I don't know you'll probably have to google it to get the right definition of what self-compassion is but but to me it's it means just being easier on yourself because we can be the hardest critic we most likely are the hardest critic to ourselves right if we were Cisco and Ebert to ourselves, most likely get double, triple thumbs down. Like if I was an alien with 17 thumbs, which would be fucking awesome, by the way, because that would be one hell of a hitchhiker. If I had 17 thumbs, I could also feed 17 babies. Let's see. All right, I'm going to stop. If I had 17 thumbs, I forgot forgot where I was going then. I don't even know. I don't even know. I started thinking about udders. And cows and thumbs. I don't even know where I was going with that. So self-compassion is just. Oh, if we were if we were Siskel and Ebert, is that even his name? Is that even their names? Siskel and Ebert. I don't know. The movie critics. We would give ourselves three thousand thumbs down because we don't know how to show compassion to ourselves because we don't practice it. Right? We have to practice speaking positively about ourselves, being nice to ourselves, showing some type of compassion to ourselves. And it takes a lot of work because we're so used to throwing ourselves under the bus or um, most of uh, most of you may probably helping other people. So giving everyone else compassion, forgetting to give yourself compassion or being compassionate to yourself. So adding the mindfulness and self-compassion to today, I'm sure will help us in, inside letting go of the, the person that we're holding on to or the person that we want to let go of. Right, because it's going to take a lot of work and understanding that you're not that person, and you're not those negative things. Is going to be great once you believe it, but we got to work for that. It's not going to be handed to us.
Number four, surround yourself with supportive people. Spend time with people who are positive, supportive, and encouraging. They can help you see things in a different light and give you a new perspective. That's why you're here. You're hanging out with me because I'm one to not be that person. And usually I'm just like, you know, especially like I'm a good coach and pleaser. Like I'm a good positive person to be around. When you need positivity, but I don't have that for myself. And if you are the same as me, it's going to take some time because I don't think we see ourselves in that light. Where we could make everyone better. Fucking, you go kill it. You go get out there in this world and show them who's boss type thing. This is your, the best. You're the best. You're the best. You can do it. You can do it. And then inside, we're like, we're the worst. I'm the worst. I can't help this person. Why am I even talking? Why why is this person trying to come to me for help? I am not that good. Why do they believe in me so much? You know? Why can't we be our own cheerleader? But being around other people that will help us understand that... And and I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a fight. Because you're not going to want to believe it. You know, people can tell you. You're great. I know I talk about this inside the YouTube video. If you didn't watch it or didn't hear it yet, click above. And people can tell you you're great, but it's up to you to believe it. It's up to you to understand that they're correct. You are. You are great. You are beautiful. But if we look at ourselves in the mirror and we say this complete opposite, who do you think is going to win? Right? Your inner voice is going to win. That inner voice of you... Being negative and not compassionate to yourself is going to take over because that's the pattern you're used to. So let's redevelop that pattern by doing little things every day to make ourselves feel better. And number one is surrounding ourselves with people that actually believe in us. Don't hang out with people that's going to bring you down. Yeah, they could be your friends. That's great. Your friends are great. But some of them are just fucking stuck. I didn't want to hang out with people during the time I was stuck. Because I do, I do no good to anybody. I am just a piece of hell. When I'm negative, when I'm down, I'd rather stay away from people because I don't want to be a burden to them. And that's another cause, right, of us doing other things. Most likely, you know, a little bit more dangerous of what we're talking about. Because I never want to be a burden to people. And I felt like I was. I felt like I was a burden to my family, my friends, my business. Like the way I act is just bringing people down. So I tried to stay away from everybody. I could be right. I could be wrong. Most likely wrong. You know? But find a group. Find people. You even got to fucking pay for them. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, the, there's groups that you can align with. There's people that you can align with. I'm sure you don't have to pay for that. But they talk the same way as you want to talk. Don't talk. To people that talk the same way you do. That's negative towards you. If you want to be positive. Find people that are positive. As annoying as they fucking may be. Fucking jump. You jump off a bridge. Shut the fuck up. Because you're so positive. But they're good for you. (laughs) They're good for you. (laughs) Ugh. Number five. 
I'm going to put five and six together because it kind of seems the same. Engage in activities that bring you joy and fulfillment. Do things that you enjoy and make you feel good. This can help you shift your focus away from negative thoughts and beliefs and towards positive experiences. Yes. Yes. I 100% believe in that one. And I think that is the way to go uh, for that. Seek out new experiences and new things. It's kind of the same thing, right? Find something that you love to do. Find something that brings you joy. That's why working out was great for a lot of people or is great for a lot of people because they actually enjoy working out. They enjoy the, the release of hormones and endorphins and they get stuck and addicted to that feeling. But also that's how people like drugs and alcohol and all the other noise because it's serotonin release and it makes you feel good. You got to find the borderline of what's good for you in moderation. Because everything and what they're talking about can be great, like doing things you love. But at the same time, what is the thing that you're doing that you love? Is it going to help you and benefit you or is it going to pull you back down into the gutter? So be careful there, right? Thin line, very thin line. I believe that being with and around people is best for me when I want to enjoy it. I do things that I love to do, not things that I'm forced to do. This feels like work sometimes because I have to do all this camera and make sure everything is working, but I love it. Like I love talking in front of a camera by myself inside a room somewhere. I do not like talking in front of a camera with a crew and people around me where I can't be creative and I'm afraid of what I'm going to say because I'm afraid what I'm going to say is not, not going to be what they want me to say. I'm really good at this part. Do you watch it? Hopefully. Do you care for it? Hopefully. Do I care if you don't watch it? No, I don't. Because I'm putting it up regardless. But this is where I get happy. You know, This is where I can release my own thoughts. This is where I can share my voice. And I hope you guys find that too. Because it's very important to find the voice that you love. And with all of this said, all of this letting go of your old version of you is very important. Because if you're looking to be better, you're looking to have a better life or have something more positive in your life, you have to let go and free yourself from whatever it was you've been doing. Because what you were doing was not working. I'm sure there's some points that it was. Keep those. Keep those characteristics. But all the other ones, put them back in the deck. Keep your winning cards. Throw the rest back. Give me another deal. You'll never know what you're going to get. And that's the point of everything. And all this combined is talking about self-esteem. right? And we said we're going to talk about self-esteem. I didn't have to talk about self-esteem because everything we talked about will increase your self-esteem. Because you'll love yourself more. And when you love yourself more, you free yourself from many, many things that you don't want to do anymore. All right? Thank you so much for coming out to this podcast. Episode number 84, I think. I'm not sure. I'll see you guys next time. Jersey to Vegas. Subscribe. Oh, time's uh, time's up in 51 seconds. Thank you so much for coming out. Patreon, I love you guys. Thank you for being a part of the uh, the group. If you guys want to be part of the Patreon, click the link inside the description. It is patreon.com slash Jersey to Vegas. And donate and or support the channel for all that we do.